So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 88 for January 22nd, 2017. With me this week we have Nicole Nick Lotus, Robinson Carroll. Yo. Yeah. Uh, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I, I almost made it on time. Almost. Yeah. You're only 10 minutes late. 10 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we have Jerry Parallax Abstraction Corcoran. Five more uh, minutes. We could have gone home, Aroa. Damn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Five more minutes and you could have gone home. It's like school. Um, if your teacher yep. doesn't show up for X amount of time, the class just isn't there. Uh, sorry, what was that? What did you say there, Parallax? Oh, I just said I'm exceptionally tired, but I'm still here. So I, We can tell. You you sound tired. Of course, I am your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So we're going to go through quickly, because there's four of us. What games have you been playing this week, Parallax Abstraction? Um, a bunch of varied stuff. I did uh, three different PXA peaks this week, because I'm kind of insane. Um for three very different games, Black Ice, Book of Demons, and Hive Jump, which are, uh, they're all up on my channel now. They're, uh, two of them are, uh, in various stages of early access, but, uh, Hive Jump just came out. The developers contacted me for that just before it launched. Um, but, uh, they're all pretty cool in different ways. Um, the, I also played, I probably have a video going up either tomorrow or the day after for, uh, new game that just came out from Adult Swim called Rise and Shine, which is kind of like if you took uh, Limbo or Inside and put guns in it. Uh, it's very different than I expected. It's about the same length as those games, which is to say pretty short, but uh, uh, it was actually kind of cool. I'll probably... Uh, I sat down to to research it, and then I ended up finishing it in one sitting because I didn't know how short it was, but, uh, but that was, but it's still, it's still pretty good. I'm, uh, yeah, hoping to get something up on that soon. And, uh, interestingly enough, I got, I ended up getting sold this week uh, or this weekend on two games that I previously had no interest in, but was, uh, sold on them because of demos, which is something you don't hear about very often these days, which are, uh, uh, it's, uh, I just forgot the names of them. Oh, uh, Near Automata, which is the new uh, Near game coming out that I didn't realize until this weekend is actually being made by Platinum, uh, which suddenly got me way more interested. Which is why uh, it's and, so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. It's I I played that and I was like, wow, this is friggin' awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And I guess it's still gonna have because the original Near I think was like mostly an RPG, and I guess this is still gonna have some of that in it, but it's. Uh, it's mostly like a platinum combat game, which yeah, interests me pretty much immediately. Um, and it's coming on PC as well, which is kind of cool. I think the demo is only on PS4, but it's uh, yeah, it's coming to PC as well. If so, if the port is good, I'll probably grab that there. And I I also ended up playing this weekend. the de the The demo is only up for the weekend on PS4 for this game called Neo that's coming out from uh, the Team Ninja people. So, like, uh, the people who did Ninja Gaiden and, you know, Dead or Alive and things like that. And all I'd heard is that it was very Dark Souls-ish, and boy, is it ever. It really makes no bones about that that's what it's trying to be. Uh, but it seems kind of cool because it's, it's Dark Souls, but it's also got 
Team Ninja combat in it. So the combat is much faster, um, much more combo focused. And uh, there's, uh, at least so far, it, it seems to be like it's based kind of like the Ninja Gaiden games is. It seems to be based in older like Samurai Legend and things like that. Um, and it's pretty good. It, it runs at 60 on PS4, which is nice. And it, uh, yeah, it plays. It's not as fast as Ninja Gaiden, but it's much faster than Dark Souls. It's kind of in the middle of it, and it seems a little less... Uh, it's got a lot of mystery in it, but it's a lot less obtuse than Dark Souls is. Like, a lot less purposely obtuse than that game is. And uh, I really had no expectations for that. But yeah, after playing both of those demos, I'm probably going to pick those up when they come out. And I was really pleasantly surprised by those, actually. Good, good. So you kinda played hope, a lot. Kind of Demos still work sometimes. So you played a lot of games this week, is what you're saying? Yeah, fair fair number. A lot of smaller stuff, but uh, and I, I was going to work on Dishonored 2 this weekend, and I didn't, but I'm hoping to put a bow on that this week. Good, good. Yeah. Um, and Andrew, Rob McFain, what games have you been playing? Uh, I played some Diablo 3. Uh, it's still a good casual time. Yeah. Uh, played a little of Civ 5, but uh, then my wife had to drop out, so I stopped playing. Oh, I remember and, that. Yeah, it was good. Good times. Yeah. But the big thing uh, was that I forgot that Project Diva uh, Future Tone came out in America on oh, the 10th. Yes. So I bought that, and I've been playing that pretty much nonstop since uh, since last night. Uh, Robo does love his, uh, his rhythm games. Fucking, oh my god. For, for 50 bucks, you get Pretty much every song from the entire Project Eva F series and all the songs from the arcade game and the Project Mirai game that's on uh, 3DS. Like, you get 224 songs, I think it is, for 50 bucks. And it's fucking amazing because they still have all the outfits for every single song. And some of the songs have changeable vocals, so you can, you can change the actual vocal track, which is... Just like I've wanted that for forever, and I know no one else cares at all. But, oh my <laughs> god, it made me so excited whenever I I saw a song, and and it was like a uh, switch vocal track. I was like, what? And I, and I swapped it, and it was it was fucking it, it was I think it was it was Kaito singing instead of Kagamine Len, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Why can't they just do this all the time? So. Yeah, because. so I, I can't remember is the, the these Project Diva things are they just all rhythm games or are they is there some some other stuff to them than that? All of them except for uh, well, you could potentially say that there's a there's a slight mini game going on with uh, the F series and also Diva X, uh, where you can build up relationships with the characters. It really doesn't amount to much except for an X. It increases your rate up notes in the in the rhythm game which basically just makes it to where you can get higher scores but um for the most part yeah they're just they're just uh rhythm games x they tried to play around with adding a story um it's really goofy and yeah, what uh what system is it for they're all sony systems so um, so playstation 4 PS4 well and vita maybe or uh well, the original Project Eva games were on PSP, and then okay. F came out on PS3, 
and Vita, and F Second is on PS3 and Vita, and then X is on PS4 and Vita, and then uh, Future Tone is only on PS4 because it's basically a port of the arcade game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I don't have a PS4. As far as the PSP, I didn't know it was that old a series. Yeah, and then there's also Mirai, which is on 3DS. Yeah, but that one that one's very different from the uh, from the Sony games. The, the The gameplay is really different, and also everyone is chibi in that one. Good. Mm. That's how because they should the 3DS, be. The 3DS can't handle the full uh, models. <laughs> the 3DS is is quiet for the hardware. <laughs> yeah, the the 3DS is woeful, woefully underpowered. Like yeah, but it's it's totally not dead. Reggie says it's totally not dead because they're going to no. release one more Fire Emblem game on it. And that means it's not dead. Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Nintendo Switch is going to replace it after. Sure, fucking hope so. Yeah, me too. Sh- they should be aiming for that. That's for sure. Exactly. I mean, as much as I love Street Pass, like I think that that's the most brilliant feature that any game company has put into a portable device ever. Uh, even if the Switch doesn't have that, it's not worth keeping the fucking 3DS around. Yeah, I. No. I I haven't heard anything. I, the, there's a rumor going around that Street Pass isn't a thing anymore. So yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. And this, well, I believe Nintendo said in the at least. Well, I don't know in the 3DS in the Switch. I know Nintendo has said it's not going to have that function. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. At all. Maybe they'll make a new clamshell device, but I, I don't know. It, it, I could see it having its market, but uh, it's too likely in my mind that it would just be drawing away from the switch's portable angle. And yeah. I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a good idea. The before we move on to asking Nick Lotus what she plays, uh I did read an analysis recently and we're not going to talk about it in the as one of our stories, but they think that it's going to sell the Nintendo Switch is going to sell 40 million consoles by 2020. Yeah, but didn't they think that the uh Wii U was gonna not trash itself. Uh, yeah, you know, little things. <laughs> Forty million, in, like Nintendo themselves, or some analyst. That some analyst thought that. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Fucking uh, Pactor. No, it wasn't Pactor. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. You can just you can just call it wrong now and probably be accurate if that's the case. Yeah. But, so anyway, yeah. let's let's see, Nick Lotus. What games have you been playing this week? Well, this week I have played uh, Tattletale, which is, if you're not familiar, a game that's... Uh, people have been calling it a FNAF clone, but with Furbies. Nah. But, mm. but, I don't, but I I don't think so, because, it's, because FNAF is very RNG bullshit, whereas Tattletale's kind of a little bit more strategic. You have to follow um, audio cues and stuff like that to stay alive. Hmm. And uh, I actually have, I'm doing a Let's, I did, I finished recording a Let's Play of Tattletale. I have one video up on my channel now, another one's going up this week. Also uh, played some Bloodborne this weekend, and I actually made some progress, so I'm pretty proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, just today, I got back into, or last night, got back into XCOM 2, and I had to tear myself away from the Shen's Final Gift expansion to come do the podcast. So I'm sorry. Welcome. I'm sorry. Lil- Lily Shen is a fucking boss, you guys. I love her. <laughs> and, and, I well, still need to play XCOM 2. It's been sitting on my machine for a million years, and I still haven't played it yet. I need to I'm, do that. I'm, I'm probably going to... 
I don't even own it, but I'm probably going to get it just because it's in the humble monthly bundle. Yeah, I thought about that. Yes, it is. That's true. It's, um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's really it's really engaging. It's really it's really exciting. But on the other hand, there are also points where you just almost want to rage quit life. It's so damn hard. Oh I, yeah, I've, I've seen that the the RNG aspect of the combat is like a lot worse than it was in in XCOM One. Oh yeah, ninety nine. There was 90, some hot 90%. bullshit in that game too. <laughs> oh yeah, ninety two percent chance to hack fail. Yeah. yeah. Like people standing like point blank range and they just shoot at the ground instead of at the alien. <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. yeah. That's Which is bullshit. to be fair has been a staple of XCOM since the DOS era, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's still it's still damn mean sometimes. Uh, oh Nick, yeah, definitely. Nick Lotus, you forgot to mention you played Beard Blade. I was about to get to that. Oh, I also okay. played Beard Blade in, Beard Blade in this past week, and we're gonna play another episode today. It's a a game that's again in development. Uh, that's had had a Kickstarter had like a $95,000 goal. It only made about 16. I think they might do another campaign in the future. They're still developing it. It's uh, Glovebox Games is the developer. And it's this really cute little platformer that kind of looks like old SNES and Sega Genesis games. And uh, the the sprite looks a lot like Gerard the Completionist. And his beard is a weapon. And I actually found out about Beardblade because Gerard was talking about it on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, But in any case, there's a demo out now, two levels and a boss fight. And uh, there's the first level and me dying a lot on the second level up on my channel now. And next week there will be the, the second level and the boss fight, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully and we re- can... And, and Reetan is a guest on that with me, yeah, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll be on there. I'll be on there making fun of her. It's fun. It's good. It's good yeah, times. Good times. Uh, have you played anything else? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of if I'm forgetting anything. No, I think that's all I played this week. Okay. All I have played is uh, Binding of Isaac, Afterbirth Plus, and Overwatch. That's that's it. Hmm. Nothing else. What a- fucking loser i know i know i'm a i'm awful i was i don't i like call yourself a gamer sometimes i do god sometimes i do amazing on overwatch and then other times I'm like i am dog shit i should never play video games ever again i don't know That's why i like try. me when i play siege with my coworkers. Oh yeah, Speaking some nights of- were fantastic, and other nights were just like, "I we're never going to speak of this again." <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Overwatch, though, you guys, you you brought up um, Parallax. You brought up Automaton. Isn't that the the game that is the subject of the newest Assgate? Oh, uh, I can't even keep track of all that now, but it wouldn't surprise me. It's. Uh, yeah, they, so they, the characters like I I don't know anything about uh I, I don't really know much about the first near or this sort of universe that they're in, but I know that uh so the characters in this, I guess, kind of military unit or whatever that you're in, they're all um I presume they're blind because they're all well, they all have their eyes covered. Um and I think they're you, you know, I think they're they're either genetically engineered or something like that because they're, they're kind cyborgs. of like super soldiers. I, th- I think they uh, might even robots. be androids. Yeah. Okay. Or they're androids. Yeah. They, the demo really doesn't go into that at all. But yeah, the 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 character that you play, uh, the 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 female that you play is is well dressed in something that people would say is highly not military appropriate and looks <laughs> vaguely like a maid's outfit of some sort. Yeah. Um. But Wait yeah, I. I but also is an epic badass who destroys in the period of like a 20 minute demo, like, you know, 5,000 robots, including one that's the size of an office tower. So, I mean, you know, 
I I see the that game as being like a beautiful love child between uh, Bayonetta and uh, Metal Gear Rising, and no. the, the character yeah. the character retains like the sex appeal and the dodge mechanic from Bayonetta, and then the rest of the combat really feels like it's it's out of uh, Metal Gear. Like yeah. very much, yeah. This that game feels a lot like, uh, yeah, something that that clearly those teams worked on. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised just based on the the outfit that I saw that she had on in in the demo. You know, I didn't think much of it at the time, but I I would not at all yeah. compared to to other things that people have gotten upset about. It seemed even less innocuous to me. But that's not going to stop those who want to be mad about something. So I'm sure that's that's going to be the case. But yeah. I also see that. Square Enix giving zero fucks about it. So <laughs> she's got um, like fully rendered underwear and like I think there was an image and nobody's confirmed whether it's Photoshop or not that she has like discoloration around where her asshole would be I yeah that's that's the that's really the scandal I, that's the scandal i was talking about yeah that that well uh, and the the consensus right now i think is that someone photoshopped the butthole into the picture <laughs> into a screenshot <laughs> oh yeah. my god oh you know what i can i'll, I'll look up and an that i hadn't article. heard of and i'm kind of I, that's <laughs> so I played Overwatch but and I Binding there of Isaac. Are all kinds of articles written about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I I yeah I suck at Overwatch sometimes. But I'm also really good sometimes. So I don't know. Anyway, so mm-hmm. we're gonna move on to some stories. So we stopped talking about. You don't want to talk about assholes? No, no. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to talk about assholes. I already have three of them in my chat. Um. <laughs> anyway, well, that's so, not very. That's not, a, that's, that's not a very nice thing to say about yourself and your friends, Nathan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about some other assholes, though. Virginia bill would effectively ban city one run uh, broadband. So in Virginia, uh, Kathy Byron, who is an asshole, has put forth a bill that would basically make it that if any um city or town or whatnot had broadband internet or not even broadband internet but internet that was 10 megs down with one meg up then that city or town could not start their own internet so in some places uh they have a play they have city run internet that you could basically either buy into you know at&t or verizon or you can go with this government subsidized internet basically yeah, it's it's public it's a public utility effectively, yeah. Right. And what this bill would effectively do would be making that impossible for any city to do their own fiber or cable internet solution. Uh so what are your guys' thoughts on this? I obviously I think they're she's an asshole. Uh yeah. and this I don't actually know. I mean, I don't know a lot about how uh you know, state and city politics work in the U.S., but I didn't. I didn't actually know a state government could impose that on you know, uh, uh, in, you know, independently run cities. I guess they can, obviously. Yeah, but. state trumps federal, uh, and right. so states in, in are able to cases. make. Yeah, and so yeah, in some cases that's the way it was supposed to be. But anyway, uh, so basically, since the federal government has no law on this that says you know they can uh any city or town can make their own internet solution 
that gives mm-hmm. them the loophole that they can go in and basically put forward a bill like this that would make it they would essentially gut the idea of a subsidized internet which of course this bill is being backed by AT&T uh VCTA uh, CenturyLink, Comcast, Verizon. Of course, it's being backed by these guys because they don't I want. I mean, there's literally no benefit to doing it other than kowtowing to those companies. Like there, there is no benefit to the town or the people for banning that whatsoever. Right, because a lot of places, uh, not a lot, but there have been places where the internet prices are just way too high, and so the city says, you know, we're going to make our own fiber internet solution. And then at every single turn, Verizon or AT&T will sue the government, sue the city for trying to do that because they don't want to have competition. So uh, we've spoken about it before. Time Warner, Comcast, I think they're one and the same now. Or no, that was Charter got bought out. But like Time Warner, Comcast. Charter bought them. Yeah. In, in any yeah. case, though. Yeah, yeah. They're all the same fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Or we could put on our or we could put on our tinfoil hats for a second <laughs> and and think, well, you know, if we're shutting down public internet, then that is barring the the poor that's barring poor people from accessing information <laughs> and therefore keeping them ignorant so they vote for Trump <laughs> again. No, I, I think mean, honestly, I'm sure if that's not part of their 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 objective, I'm sure they're they've already thought about what a nice side benefit that is. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, if the problem is with people like that, even if they have access to the internet, uh, they don't bother. They don't they they look up their confirmation or they'll use bias it to, to read their echo chambers. Right. They they yeah. do the confirmation bias thing. So there was somebody they'll I was speaking to. Read to Bart. <laughs> I yeah, I have. Uh, there, there's way too much evidence to show that giving people access to information is more dangerous than denying them access to information. Yeah, yeah, but we need people to be dangerous to this awful government. <laughs> yes. Well, no, but, that, but that's what I'm saying is that governments would rather keep people ignorant than of give course. them the opportunity oh, to seek confirmation yeah. bias. Oh, so our, our 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 lovely president said it himself. He loves the poorly educated. He yeah. does. They voted of for him. Uh, yeah. But so there's a there's a Twitter alternative called Gab. And I am I have an account on Gab sadly, and Gab is the worst place imaginable because mm-hmm. Gab was founded by a super right wing person who was banned from Twitter. Oh dear. And so he created his, his own Twitter site called Gab. That's not Milo, is it? I I it might have been. And I'm just curious. I don't know. You can look it up. I'm He was a super right wing person who was banned from Twitter, so I Yeah, that could have happened. So he started up Gab. And so a lot of the people on there are super right wing. And I was I talking to somebody there on there. It's gonna be a place worse than Twitter, but Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to somebody and he was saying that um that Obama's grandma had said that oh before she mysteriously died he was he was implying that after she said this obama had her murdered that's yeah that's so uh, mm. apparently days before her mysterious death obama's grandma said that obama was from was born in kenya and i was like okay you need to you need to present evidence yeah. Unless, if you're going to make claims like that, if you're going to have an argument, you need to print into evidence. Otherwise, your claims are invalid. 
And so he's like, do I have to look up everything for you? Just do a Google search. And I'm like, yes, you have you have to present that. You're the, the one making the claim. Yes, yes you do. Yes. You have the burden. Of, the burden of proof is on you. Yeah. This and, is how arguments work. Yeah. <laughs> and so he linked me some to a, a website called MrConservative.com. Oh yeah, <laughs> not biased at all. <laughs> yes, the most reputable of it's news like sources. It's like Mr. Rogers was your redneck uncle. Yeah, and so um, I was just like, "This is bullshit." And of course, I I googled it after that and was like, "Okay, here's the proper translation." Which which the translator got confused or something, but the proper translation uh, ended up being that, "Oh yeah, yeah, he was born." The the grandma says, "Oh yeah, he was born in America." Like, I don't understand why people don't look at evidence and just say, oh, okay. They have to, they have to go into their confirmation bias and they refuse to believe anything else. So the idea that giving them the information or giving them access to the information is actually going to change their mind is pretty laughable in some cases because this guy obviously has the internet he has access to the proper information but yet he refuses to believe it because he's in his echo chamber yeah, yeah. but but if what you're saying was true then china wouldn't have the great firewall and multiple middle eastern countries wouldn't turn off the internet in the case that their regime was threatened by online information that's true there are i i, I will say that there are people who when presented i try to be that way when presented evidence that contradicts what i believe in or what i um what my opinions are i will at least try to take that information and say okay i understand your your point but there are people out there who no matter what evidence they are given to the contrary they will not believe the truth they just won't they they won't believe facts because it doesn't line up with what they believe well, sure. I mean, yep. the, 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 White, the White House, the White House just declared war on the truth. Apparently, yes, yes. The yeah. White House press, the White House press secretary is is uh, gunning for the First Amendment and the press. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a real great time, considering that you know the internet exists. Oh well, you know, as, <laughs> yes. as 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 a member of the nonprofit press, I am very concerned about my job security right now. I'm yeah, that's true. Concerned about the integrity of journalism as a whole. Like, well, to to be fair, um, no no offense to you, Nicolotis. I'm not talking about your. I'm not talking about NPR or anything, but CNN, MSNBC, uh, you know, all those mainstream media, even Fox News, uh, they don't give a shit about Fox the truth. News. Yeah. They don't. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But they—they yeah, they like don't. Even Fox News yeah. doesn't care about the truth. What if yeah. you can't trust Fox? <laughs> well, Fo- oh, 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 Fox loves its own version of the truth. They, they do, right. but it they don't. Does. They don't care. They when they have when they had Trump on running for president, they would have conversations. They have leaked conversations online where he's like, they're like, oh, so you don't want any hard questions? And he's like, no, no, only softballs. And so, so they would only ask him questions he was comfortable with, and he would he would he would not do an interview on NPR throughout the entire campaign. No, nope. And he wouldn't he wouldn't let um, journalists into the primary uh, into the debates or or into his uh, rallies because like certain journalists might ask him tough questions. Oh, boo hoo! Well, yeah, they're they're going to start fielding journalists at. Uh, fucking White House presentations and shit. Yeah, like they've already said that. That's, and that's freedom of disgusting. He it wants is. the White House to be his big safe space. Yeah, 
So, um, even though he doesn't want to move there. No, no, but did you? Oh man, he turned it all gold. Fucking, of course he did. He, of course he did. Put gold fucking curtains in there. Um, yeah. We. So I'm. I'm presuming you guys are against this bill that they're putting. <laughs> they're trying to put up in Virginia. Well, of course. As someone who lives in a country that is almost entirely dominated by three what we call telecartels, yeah, I'm. I, I am most certainly for that. There is. I wish we had more initiatives like that in Canada. They do exist, but there aren't very many of them. Like the the um like the resident like the municipal broadband type of thing. Yeah, they need you know, to do something like that. Anyway, go on, Rose. Sorry. The the irony of a bill like that, though, is that typically people who support that kind of thing are people who also would say that the free market is one of the most important things about America. Yep. Yeah, like, so if the free market is important, why would you not want a government-backed option to be there in order to present an alternative to create competition, which then makes the cable companies have to work harder to keep their customers? Like, so because so if you look at by this, free market, they but, mean the companies uh, I, that are free to buy and pay for their influence. Yeah, yeah I, I know what, what the real really reason is. Free market. <laughs> yeah, 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 of the, course. The real do. reason is because you know they they can just fucking live off of off of the cable companies that are that are providing them with with their lobbying money. But yep. you would you would think that somebody who actually is paying attention to the whole thing would would realize this kind of thing, but yep. you know, they they don't. They never yeah. Do. So the the one there, thing there are people I, like my dad who who go uh well people like my wife my wife's dad who who says you can't believe what you read on social media but I read it on the Washington Post same thing you know, like <laughs> those kind not of people. especially no, no. <laughs> but but I see I this bill would not upset me as much it'd still upset me but it would not upset me as much if this bill was broadband if it was so broadband is recognized as i believe 25 megs uh down or four megs up that is what broadband is i don't or 25 25 high nope they raised it they raised it last year 25 by four is now what's considered broadband it might be dsl isn't broadband anymore uh no you can get dsl that's that fast you You can yeah yeah you, you can but like most most dsl is like 10 <laughs> yeah you can get like 20 it might be 20 by 4 but I, I somewhere it's they raised it i know the upload is 4 it's either 20 or 25 down um but so if they had if they listed it as like any city that has 20 by 4 or 25 by 4 uh which is considered broadband i would understand but this is that's below broadband speeds 10 by 1 is below broadband speeds so they are just trying to gut any idea for uh, any open internet or any competition and that pisses me off uh it it's just not very good i know that there are places in uh in the united states that that have city-run broadband and they've been fought uh, every single turn by at&t and verizon and all that because they don't want the competition so uh I think and our some government- governments have had the balls to say, no, go fuck yourselves. This is, you know, you're the reasons we had to do this, but not a lot, you know, yeah. certainly not all of them. Not in capitalism. Ever since, ever since no. 1979, I want to say, we haven't had balls. Uh, because, yeah. and that's when 
the corporations were were able to start giving money towards campaigns. And so that's when everything started going downhill with, you know, different things coming in. We get different trade deals coming in. Anyway, we should probably not talk about that. We've already spoken about politics for about, I don't know, 20 minutes. So, I, I said earlier, man. I said earlier. Damn the man. <laughs> whenever, whenever Damn I was, the man. Save the empire. I was upstairs. Yeah. I was like, today's going to be the Politicast. I know it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's hard to avoid this week, to be fair. But right. Yes. That's right. why I was drinking last night. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. I thought animal. about it. I don't drink, but I was like, man, I better take up drinking. Maybe I should start now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is um, a reason to many. Weed's right. legal in Nevada now. <laughs> Weed's go. legal. Love Weed's been legal. Fuckers. Weed's been legal here for like two years. It's whatever. Yeah, shut up. Don't rub it in. <laughs> you can come mm-hmm. hang out. Uh, so let's move on from politics and go into uh, baby adoption. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a shift! Yes, on what a the, what a great internet shift. based it, it, internet crowdfunded based baby adoption. So. So this is, uh, I find it hilarious, but I know it's wrong. There was a, there was a Kickstarter for an app called Adoptly. And what it would do. Even the name is awful. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it's so, terrible. So you yeah. don't, so let's say, you know, you're, you have a wife or a husband or Something. whatever <laughs> you're other. trying. Something. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and you're trying to adopt a baby. You can adopt him by by being single, I, I think, too. But anyway, so you're yeah. trying to adopt a baby, and you're like, okay, I want to go, and I want to adopt a baby. <sighs> it takes a lot of work to, like, go down and, like, meet the baby and shit. So what this app did was it would present you with pictures of babies, and you would either swipe left or right if you liked or didn't like the baby. <laughs> baby Tinder. Baby, baby Tinder is what it is. <laughs> what the hell Tindent? so it's uh it ended up getting canceled uh kickstarter shut it down they it actually didn't get canceled the the kicks uh the people at kickstarter just shut it down it was fifteen thousand dollars was what they were asking for and they made a total of four thousand really when you think about it yeah, they made a total. Or, oh, no, a hundred and fifty thousand was. The oh, was it one hundred and fifty? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, read, I'm looking at the article right now, and it and it made four thousand. Oh, okay. So or, no, yeah. No, 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 oh, no. Actually, it was only four thousand dollars away. Oh, was from it? One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh God! It was oh, okay. Funny. Or, I would be. Oh no! no, oh, no, no, no. Okay, wait. I miss. I know. I, I misread the sentence. It said only four thousand off of a one hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. That was really confusing wording. I, but four thousand is okay. Away. I read it wrong. I was gonna say, did that many people donate to this as a joke? Because man, uh, that's effort. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That's a that's a hell of a troll. So, yeah, for sure. So I I read it wrong. Obviously, I put a, a I took away one of the zeros when I was reading the fifteen hundred fifty. Anyway. So, uh, what do you guys think about uh, about Tinder baby searching? Like, how would they how would they have made that work in any kind of regulatory sense? Is what I don't understand. Like that. Like I just I don't see how they thought they had any chance of that actually being like legally viable in any way. It, it, like it almost seems like one of these things that where you look at it and go, it, it, this has to be a joke, right? I mean, it's a good joke if it is one, but for the love of God, you could not have been serious with this. I, I think I, what it I is. I actually, I think it was a joke. 
is what I think yeah. it was. I, yeah. I wouldn't just be like because the name Adoptly is so bad as well. Like it feels almost intentional, you know. Well, that that was why it got shut. Well, one of the reasons that uh, Kickstarter used for shutting it down was that the the entire thing read like it was satire, and right. it wouldn't surprise me if it was, and it honestly wouldn't surprise me. And maybe this is just because I've been getting really into the scene lately. It wouldn't have surprised me if it was part of some other project that somebody was working on. You're, where you're into they the would, baby they would start up the service and and put in a bunch of fake like baby profiles and shit and see <laughs> like what some kind did. of social experiment, yeah, like like an actual social experiment to see what would happen from it. And very then, t- and then very tender the and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned satire, and I instantly think of Jonathan Swift. <laughs> because i wonder like when i look at this thing because i because yeah like i look at it and go like not only does it almost seem satirical with how ridiculous it is but i'm kind of like okay you know there are enough insane people on the internet who know how to start a kickstarter that i could see somebody being like oh this is a good idea but like to do a thing like this to start a business like this you would have to get a sizable team of people and you know people with influence and whatnot involved in it and i'm like how could you possibly sell this concept to a large group of people i just don't i don't know if i buy it yeah yeah i mean like mm. but that said if it did turn out to be real i'd also probably be like yeah okay sure why why the hell not so (laughs) so my thought on it would be i'm sorry if i'm interrupting you nick lotus um you're fine my thought would be that you would say Swipe left or right, let's say right is it's like Tinder, so right is you like it, left is you don't like it. Let's say you go through the list of babies, and then you you go through the list that you have liked, and at that point, they can set up meetings for you to meet those babies and see if you want to adopt one of them. That's what I think would happen. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, and that sounds like something. something that would be viable. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds um, like something an adoption agency could. That would be a good tool for an adoption agency to match, you know, kids it, with with potential what, what adopters. Also, it is somewhat vain and ridiculous to just do it on you know a quick swipe back and forth based on appearance. You know, with, that, that's what I was yeah. about to say. Yeah, 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 like, yeah Tinder. Yeah. That's one thing because you know I don't like the idea of Tinder either, really. But it's also based around you know consenting adults using it, and people can do what they want when they're adults. But this is a little different. Yeah, you'd you almost. Know. Maybe like maybe swipe right to find out more, or maybe maybe there's like yeah. a some kind of kind of some information other than the picture there because yeah, otherwise it's just because if the whole thing is based around just you you know I don't know I, I I don't this baby's too ugly I only want pretty babies like that's <laughs> yeah yeah like, uh, that's, that's fucked up horrible. yeah kind of <laughs> or not but even like not I even totally that see being a thing in this in the society in which we live but yeah yes. not not even that I don't want an Asian baby I don't want a black baby. Or that you know. too, yes. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I. This not, is just a know, bad. It's almost like the. Yeah, yeah. It's like the adoption version of like making a designer baby. Kind it's of, almost, yeah. Like, I wonder if it is some kind of because I could see it as being some kind of like commentary on, particularly the state of uh, like the adoption. Industry. Oh, I absolutely could believe that. Like, yeah. I, I could totally yeah. believe if the, if this was like you said, some kind of. Uh, you know, weird social experiment or 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 attempt at at uh, long you know long form commentary or something. I I could I could absolutely see that. And if that's the case, and they got to do it to the point where they could you know really make their statement and get attention from it, I'd be kind of like, yeah, good on you. You know, this is probably a good thing to point out. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just 
man. <laughs> it is really creepy if you the don't know. The fact that I, it's the, but the, it's, I, I'm almost having this sort of black mirror moment from it, though, whereas I look at this and the fact that I can see this as being something potentially viable in this day and age is possibly the most scary thing of all. <laughs> but he, we know. live in a terrifying age. That's, uh, oh, that's the best yeah. kind of uh, social experimenty kind of alternate reality project, though, is one where you can actually believe it's happening. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And that's, you know, that's why people love Black Mirror so much is because you can look at some of the stuff, even some of the crazier stuff that happens in that show and go, you know, I could see that being possible in the not too distant future. And oh, God, that should terrify us all. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a uh, Black Mirror, but I've heard it's good things. Technology based Twilight Zone in the in you know, yeah, essentially, so. it's that, it's it's a show. It's a British drama designed to showcase the insane, fucked up things that could probably happen if today's technology were to advance in certain ways. And some of them are a little too out there to be believable. But some of them you watch and you're like, oh god, I could see that. And to a degree, that's already kind of happening. And oh geez, I'm gonna have <laughs> to start watching that. Uh, Twilight Zone is one of my favorites shows of all time it's good so, I, oh we, yeah we quite, we quite enjoy it netflix uh it was, cool. oh, two, uh, two seasons of it were produced i think it was for channel four in the uk and then netflix has picked it up so they've got the first two seasons and they're funding uh they they, they put out a third one now now does it have a rod serling like introduction in the beginning of each episode uh it has almost no intro the intro god damn it list, uh, which is Fuck the only it. thing i'm not i'm not uh i'm not st- I, I wish it had a better intro but it's still the show itself is still uh is still very good each episode is it's not a serialized thing each episode is self-contained uh a self-contained story so you can you could watch them out of order if you want so so it's like twilight uh, zone it's um yeah. yeah it's they're all standalone tales it's very like you can see the twilight zone inspiration a mile away but uh, i forget what what yeah, they called a series I forget what they're called, uh, that yeah. type of show. But I know what you're talking about. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good though. It's 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 definitely worth watching. We quite enjoy it. So, uh, were any of you excited to use Adoply to get a baby? Nobody. I don't know about it until you showed me the article involving... today. <laughs> I kind of don't want anything involving babies in my life anyway. So, no. if I, if I was yeah, if I was gonna adopt anything, it'd be somebody that's uh, already gotten through the shitting their pants phase of their life. <laughs> you're yeah, like, oh, you're 18, yeah. you're you're 17, so that's good, good enough for me. Um, you should okay. be old enough. I'm sorry, what was that, a row? I said good and ripe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh Lord. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta fatten them up, man. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's let's move on to some video game stuff away from technology and politics. Thank God. Uh, Nintendo Switch will not run Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild at 1080p. I believe it's 900p. 900p. While, while 900p, the, 30 frames per second. Yep. Yep. I'm outraged. I'm outraged that it runs games like the Xbox One. I am. <laughs> I'm probably going to be. I, I. I don't know. I. 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 I like some of what I saw that's coming for the Switch. I did. I did end up pre-ordering one, but I. I don't know. I'm going to see. I may not keep the pre-order. I may get it later this year and just play uh, Zelda on the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii which U is going to be at 720, but will still probably look fine because it's a cartoony art style to begin with. So that, resolution's not quite as important. Yeah, that's my thing. I. I think that if it's. If it's meant to run, if it's locked at 30 frames a second, I'm okay with it. If it's, yeah. if it, I would prefer it to be locked at 30 frames a second and have a consistent frame rate than it be 60 frames a second, but it dips down to like 40 frames a second. 
or even lower. Huh? I would rather it dip. See, you're you're weird though. It's kind I, of people. Yeah, people go back and forth on that. For me, I I kind of agree that I also prefer consistency. But uh, you know, I played stuff with variable frame rates too. It's not that I can't play those, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I find consistency a little less jarring for me personally. But yeah, yeah. Um, the Wii U version stuck at 720p. When the Switch is in portable mode, I believe it's stuck at 720p as well. Yeah, yep. the Again, Switch's 30. screen is only 720. Yeah. At uh, 30 frames a second. So, uh, let's see. Aroa, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm not surprised, although I'm disappointed. Um, I I would rather it run at 720p on the TV and run at 60 FPS, though. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I value... Especially, like we said, with a cartoony art style where it really doesn't, like... uh, where really, where where high resolution has less of an impact than on a more realistic art style, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. Like I, it looked like Mario ran at sixty FPS, and Splatoon will obviously run at sixty FPS. So like, I don't know, I don't know why they they decided that for Zelda that would be the one that they would value looks over. Well, I don't even know. I wouldn't even say looks because I just think sixty FPS is more satisfying to watch. So yeah. I think uh, maybe it's uh, my guess is that because of the size of the uh, the open world and stuff, the one thing is, is that game has some uh, really impressive draw distance. So it does. It does on the maybe Switch. maybe that's where they put their focus on. You know, that was the sacrifice they were willing to make for the frame rate. I'm not sure. I, I hope it wasn't a matter of like, we got to make this thing look substantially better than it does on the Wii U. So that it will will kill the frame rate if it means making it actually look pretty. Comparatively, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I wonder if it's going to look better than the. Uh, I do wonder if it's going to look substantially better than the Wii U version or not. It does for the most part. The draw distance is the big thing. Um, if you it, there are a few screenshots going around that compare the same scene, and oh, yeah. like there there's like ground details that are just completely missing or covered up by by smoke effects and things on the Wii U version right. that are that just plainly visible on the. Uh, on the switch version. Um, mm. For the most part though, like other than the draw distance, I really have a hard time telling the difference in a lot of, a lot of stuff in the, in the few screenshots that they've shown off. I don't think like, that they, I, I don't think that they put a ton of effort to make it look way better on the switch. I think that they might, they might have made it on the switch and then kind of ported it down to the Wii U. And I don't think that the Switch is much po- more powerful than the Wii U. Yeah, I th- that's kind of what, what I was thinking. It's like, because the Wii U isn't isn't great, but it wasn't terrible. And mm. like the Switch... I feel like the Switch is, is similar amounts of horsepower, but because it's running a Tegra chip, it's more conducive to being able to do that in a portable fashion, whereas yeah. the chips in the Wii U would not have been able to do that. I think well, and- that's more what it was about getting a slightly better than Wii U experience, but both in your hands and on the TV. I think that was their focus. And the uh, the Switch also runs, instead of it being a power PC architecture that no one knows how to fucking develop for, it's uh, it's an ARM CPU, and like you say, it's NVIDIA graphics architecture, which has a ton of documentation, and NVIDIA is well known for working with developers uh, very, very well in terms of yeah. making stuff be optimized and, and running good. So. Yeah. 
Like exactly. I, I, I can see that being a lot of the, the difference between the two, even if the raw power is, is equal, like the switch is going to just be easier to develop for. And that's what really matters in a console. Right. And what do you think about this? Nick Lotus, do you, do you care about frame rate or do you care about consistency? Well, I have to echo a lot of uh, what you guys have said, you know, kind of, is there that much of a difference in the, in the quality of the picture as opposed to, you know, all the other factors. And as an audiophile, what jumped out at me from this article was that, you know, they're sacrificing the frame rate, but putting in higher quality environmental sound. So I guess that'll increase the immersion. And again, like this cartoony art style, a slight downgrade in graphical quality is not going to you know, break it. Right, exactly. Um, so I think we're all we're all pretty divided here. So Aroa <laughs> really cares about frame rate because he's weird. Well, frame rate's good, but you know, yeah, it's um, the most important thing in my mind. See, it 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 is for me. I I prefer things at sixty frames a second. But if like it's if it's going if it's to gonna have to run at like four eighty. Then all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, like, maybe maybe the game. Yeah, it's it's even an come interesting out. balance, and <laughs> it's one of those arguments where you ask ten people and you'll get ten different opinions. I mean, obviously, you know, in my case, if I can get the best frame rate and the best visual quality, that's what I want. But for me, it depends on the game. A game like Breath of the Wild, I'd prefer to have it run at sixty. But honestly, if it made it look substantially worse to do that, I'd probably be okay with. In that case, I'd probably be okay with the lower frame rate. But one of the interesting things, because we were talking about uh, those two game demos I played this weekend, one of the interesting things about Neo, actually, that I thought was really cool is they actually, um, it's a console game. It's, it's actually going to be PS4 exclusive because Sony, it's a Koei Tecmo game, but Sony's publishing it. And But it's interesting, the game actually has um, three different graphics presets in it. Uh, and the default is that it runs at 60, but there's actually a mode where you can adjust it so that it is higher detail and higher resolution, but locked at 30. Or you can also do another mode where the where it turns it up a little bit more, but the frame rate's variable. Oh, that's um, a, that's a new one because I played yeah. the uh, I played the beta a few months ago, and it, it had the two options where you could either do 60 FPS at slightly lower graphics fidelity or 30 FPS at higher graphics fidelity. But I like the idea of having it be a variable frame rate where the graphics are still up a little, but you, you just will but end up seeing chug. dips. Yeah. 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 And I thought that was kind of cool. And, and the thing is, is, you know, I understand that consoles are supposed to be simpler than PC. I'm definitely not advocating for the idea of putting a full on options menu in uh, graphics options menu in console games. But I kind of do like this idea of just giving you, you know, even if it's just two options, like, hey, do you want it to look better and run slower? Or do you want it to look slightly worse and run consistently quick? I think that's something even Nintendo could do if they wanted to, which would be neat. Like, if you're playing on the Switch, like, hey, do you want to run at 60 and we'll kick the draw distance back some or or something like that? And, you know, and they could frame it in a very simple, plain language way for non-techie people. Like, hey, we can make this run smoother, but you won't see as far. I, know, would, or something I would like love that. That. That, would be, that would be cool. And that way you give people the option. So depending on your, your preference, you can do it, you know, however you like, which would be... Uh, I think that ultimately be the best of both worlds, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like I played the last Zelda game I played was uh, was Twilight Princess on the Wii when I first bought the Wii, and that ran 
I want to say that ran at 30 and it didn't bother me as much just because the Zelda games have like, you know, they have frenetic combat, but it's not crazy fast paced. So I found I wasn't having like a lot of issues with the controller response or anything like that by being locked at 30. So in a, in a game like that, to me, it doesn't feel as important, but I have to admit is as someone who played and beat Bloodborne at, well, at best 30 frames a second, often less than that on the PS4, Playing Neo, which is, again, a very timing-focused game like a Souls game would be, playing it at 60 definitely was a, a huge improvement. I'm glad they kind of tried to focus on that. Well, and they do that with uh, the original Dark Souls on PC, ran at yes. 30 frames a second. And if you yeah. and it was designed for 30 frames a second. And yeah, yeah so, that's because the PC port of Dark Souls was hot oh, garbage. It was dog shit, yeah. yeah. Well, they, but they was, tied the physics to it, too, so you yeah. could hack it to run at 60, but your weapons degraded twice as fast. And and some of <laughs> the know. animations, like, it was harder to do things in the game, like blocking and, and parrying, because it, they, the animations and physics were tied to it. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was not well exactly. designed. Hope maybe they'll put no, up like and, a remaster. And that's the at some thing. Point. So, but, but yeah, if they get, I mean, I will not be. But like I said, like the thing was, I pre-ordered a Switch because when I, you and I did the, you and I yacked over Nintendo's stream, uh, reading, like we saw a lot of stuff that we thought looked interesting. But when I looked at it after the fact, I was like, well, a lot of this stuff isn't coming out right away, and some of the stuff that I'm most excited about, like Mario Odyssey, and that isn't coming till late in the year. So I was kind of like, well. I, I got my pre-order in, but I, I might just, yeah, I might just sell it at cost to somebody else when it comes out. And I have an, a really old, like, promo thirty nine ninety nine pre-order for Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't see it looking worse enough to really put me off of it to play it there. So I might just do that and maybe wait for Mario Odyssey before I, and just go buy a Switch at that point. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get a Switch and uh, do a review on it. So, and oh, an okay. unboxing. Fair enough. I'm going to try to make some moolah off of it. It's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. And then, <laughs> and then, you know what I'm going to do? It's I'm going to get a copyright claim by Nintendo. Probably. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to get. Because, You're going to take Nintendo. your own... That box yeah. is copyrighted! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> because Nintendo hates free advertising. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. I don't know. They're yeah. doing... They're doing the... Um, before we move on to the next story, they're doing a... That capture button on the Nintendo Switch now, so hopefully that will help out. Maybe they, maybe they'll mo- be moving into the direction of not taking down everyone's videos. You, you know what it's going to be? It's going to post to social media that is on YouTube. I know that's what it's going to be. I know. Or when they when they come up with video, because there won't be video uh, in it at launch. That's coming later. It will go to some like Nintendo.net service. Uh, you know, kind of like the uh, the Xbox uh, game DVR did before they added YouTube support to it. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be yeah. something stupid, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, giant giant Nintendo watermark over the whole screen. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then let's move on. This next story is going to be pretty short, I think. Maybe, possibly, probably not. Uh, Nintendo <laughs> Wii U end of life. So the end of life for Nintendo will be, or for the Wii U will be. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. So I I don't believe it necessarily, only because. Yeah. Well, it, it depends. Nathan, do you know if WWE games were on Wii U? They were not. 
Oh, no. well, then maybe maybe it won't be then. No, because well, I was going to say. I wonder I'm... if they're... Go sorry, go on. No, you go on. Well, I, I wonder if Nintendo is trying to gauge interest in continuing releasing Wii U titles by kind of saying this is the last one. Because it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot by saying, buy this game for this system that's not going to have another game ever again. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, here's the thing: the Wii U has sold what 14 million consoles. Something it was like by that? it was by any economic measure a colossal flop. So the idea that they're going to be losing a shit ton of money or any money really by not releasing games on the Wii U is pretty laughable. I'm predicting that within the first two years they're gonna the Switch is gonna outsell the Wii U. So probably. The idea that they're going to lose any money at all by canceling this, they're they're wasting money by putting ports and stuff on the Wii U it, at that point. Well, I mean, even so, I mean, what you know, they're doing the opposite, really. Like there's, you know, there's an updated version of Mario Kart coming to the Switch. And, you know, I mean, uh, Splatoon is a sequel technically, but it's it's you know, it's it's still mostly the same game i mean they're they're doing almost like re-releases of wii u games on there because even the really top tier successful wii u games didn't sell because there just wasn't enough of the friggin things right right and they uh, i didn't mention this i i or i didn't have it in the list of stuff we're going to talk about i was watching an interview with uh, reggie fizeme and pro jared and uh, Reggie Fizeme was pretty open and honest about the Wii U, and he said there are three things that developers want. Um, and I can't remember all the things, but one thing was like they want the developers want to be able to monetize um, their games, whether it's making money on the initial sale or DLC or you know something like that. They want to be able to make money. Uh, and there's a couple other things that they want, and the Wii U was unable to fully provide those things for developers, and the Nintendo Switch will fully be able to provide those things that the developers want. So uh, they were pretty open and honest that the Wii U was a failure, that the they didn't have the third-party support that they needed to be able to sell the consoles. And that was the kind of the same thing with the Wii, the original Wii, was it sold you know, a ton of con like a hundred million consoles or some shit. Uh, but there were all the third party games were dog shit. The only games worth playing were Nintendo exclusives. So hopefully Mostly, with a, with a handful of exceptions, but yeah, right. very few considering how many games came out for that thing. Yeah. So hopefully with the Nintendo switch, I think they're just going to move away from the Wii U, which I, I particularly like the Wii U. Um, mm-hmm. but I can understand if they were just like, no, we're just gonna, we're just gonna move on and try to ke- have this Nintendo Switch be our console. Cancel the 3DS, just get rid of it, and put all all mobile games onto the Nintendo Switch, like the next Pokemon game. Jesus, they need. To, why didn't yeah. they announce Pokemon? Yeah, they're talking about how all oh, the 3DS still has lots of life left in it, and I'm like. You, well, maybe you're saying that now. I'm guessing in a year you're going to be like, "What the hell was that thing?" <laughs> yeah, I, that it's it's been outdated for a long time as it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, the only reason that it's managed to survive is because it's continued getting support from Nintendo. 
Yeah, pretty much. You know, it it had a decent third party scene for a while, but it's definitely not so much the case now. Yeah. So, uh, but you're gonna get the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, uh, Parallax. So that's good. Most likely, yeah. I mean, I, I still haven't really decided yet fully. I mean, I have a you know, I have a month or so to to make up my mind. But yeah, looking at it right now. Um, I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, I, I could buy the Switch now, but then I'll play Breath of the Wild, and then it will probably sit around for several months. And, uh, you yeah. know, if I wait till the fall, it's, uh, you know, I should be able to get one no problem. And if there's any weird hardware glitches or other things like that, they'll be worked out. And I'm like, yeah, Breath of the Wild is, you know, it's it's the, it's the Wind Waker type of cartoony art style, which, yeah, just isn't as dependent on... on uh, resolution and stuff so i think it'll be it'll be perfectly fine on wii u so that's probably what i'll do yeah you, you thinking thinking intelligently about your purchasing decisions yeah that's look at not you. my normal way of going but yeah <laughs> i've i was just because i'm like i you know i could afford it if i wanted i was just but i was just like uh i just you know i'm just kind of like yeah i could but i don't know i could probably figure out other stuff to spend that money on i was just like put it on my credit card yeah, um, I was, I was thinking of just buying it outright, but that's what I'm doing. The yeah. the lackluster the lackluster opening lineup does seem kind of eh. So the yeah. the, pro- the problem with that is though that yes the the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One both had a slightly bigger library when they launched. Um, neither one of them were really amazing. Uh, I played I played my PS4 for maybe. Uh, maybe three or four days before going back to playing games on PC and (laughs) my Xbox. Oh boy. (laughs) I I played two games on it ever. Um, And they were guitar hero and rock band. What about, no, we played halo. Oh yeah. I played halo for like a week. Uh, Yeah. 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 I even bought Uh, you a fucking Xbox live code so we could play halo and we did it for like two days. Yep, because <laughs> fucking I don't know, but I my, I've gotten more use out of my PS4 because of of Project Eva. Well, that, but also uh, because of the PlayStation Plus free games. Uh, but I mean, yeah, n- none of the consoles really appeal to anybody that plays on PC. I think um, right. I PC did think so much for. Better. Well, I thought for a while that the Wii U was the best value overall if you want a console and already play PC, only because pretty much every game that comes out on the Wii U, and it's going to be the case with the Switch 2, every game that comes out on either of those things, it's probably only going to come out on those things. Right. It's probably going to be Nintendo games. And like I, I see there being value there, but with the launch lineup being Breath of the Wild and then nothing that's a party game because i think what Switch, the, the no one two switch is a party game that game isn't real um because <laughs> <laughs> the wii it's, it's, had, it's a fake game <laughs> it i watched them play it on uh, treehouse and it looked like the fucking dumbest waste of anybody's time that i've seen come out of nintendo uh, other than the wii u when i like, come when I come visit you for your wedding, we'll play one two switch. No, we won't, because you wouldn't you wouldn't possibly waste your money on that game, I would hope. No, it's it's like, in the bundle. Oh god. Yeah, what I got the bundle. Waste of, what a waste of space. 
Like, yeah, that's what we say he, about Aroa, but we keep him here. I just, I don't know why mm. you couldn't have just made a fucking WarioWare game. Like, or, that's all I want. Or fucking Mario Party. Or Nintendo, yeah. another Nintendo Land game. Yeah. Fucking, I still play Nintendo Land whenever I go over to people's houses because it's the, one of the best party games in any library. Hell, but you it, could even have made an Animal Crossing party game. Yeah. But except not, not Amiibo Party. Don't. Not that one. Don't yeah. make that one. Okay, when we go, when I go over to your thing, we'll go on your roof. We'll have a rooftop party, like millennials well, are are want to do. Right, yes, you, you need to have that. Yes, you need with to have Bay, the millennial rooftop party. With, yep, with Bay interns from yes. Microsoft. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So our last story is about GameStop. Yay, our favorite company, and still the Nintendo Woo-hoo. Switch. So apparently GameStop is canceling some Nintendo Switch pre-orders uh, uh, from online. So if you went online and pre-ordered from there, they are canceling some of those pre-orders. I have not had my order canceled. Good. <laughs> so that's not good. enough numbers, I guess, or uh, they're not getting enough of them to fulfill all the ones they thought maybe. Yeah, they that probably they they either didn't have a number uh or and they thought they were going to get more, or they just wanted to see how many uh, they would get. So it's like what happens with planes. So there are roughly, I think, 50,000 orders canceled or something, or like planes rides canceled, uh, just because they sell too many tickets, and they do it on purpose. Yeah. And so yeah, I think it was kind of, Yeah, I, I think it's kind of the same thing. They were just overselling it, uh, and the demand was more than what they thought it would be. So, which is good. I I full I really want the Nintendo Switch to do well because yeah. Nintendo hasn't really had a good a, a a console that sold very well since the Nintendo 64. Uh, I mean, besides, the, well, I mean, yeah, well, the I mean, Wii, the Wii, but the Wii did exceptionally well for for different reasons. I mean, the 3DS has done pretty well for them, but yeah, at the same time, yeah. especially in the home console market, like I, I like to see this do well just because I think Nintendo is important to have in the the hardware business, but also just the concept of this thing is really cool, and it would be really neat to see Nintendo see this do well, so that maybe in the future Sony and Microsoft could think about doing an even more powerful version of something like that with their side, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be neat. I've always thought that having mm. a having a hybrid console would be good. I, I liked um, the PSP for that reason. You could actually take component cables and plug them in and then play it on your TV. Uh, the PlayStation TV, uh, very similar. I liked having it so that I didn't have to have a portable console to carry around. I could actually just use you know, the TV and a controller because I do not like mobile gaming very much. Um, mm-hmm. and so this, this is a good concept for kind of everyone, people who like mobile gaming and people who like console gaming. Uh, so hopefully it does well. Uh, I also like that it takes SD cards and not their own proprietary shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah they, they yeah. did that with the, uh, with the 3DS as well. Right. Uh, but like the, what was it? PlayStation Vita had those super expensive SD cards. Uh yeah yeah they were literally oh, they SD were. cards but they swapped two pins really yeah mm-hmm. pretty much yeah could we could you pretty like much. make your own at that point then 
They were shaped differently too, though. That was the other problem. Yeah, oh, okay. it would it would be nearly impossible to do that without like serious equipment. Oh, be okay. very cost cost ineffective. Yeah. Not so, to mention the fucking lawsuits that you'd end up with. So, where did you order from for your pre-order parallax abstraction? Um, well, I ended up, uh, I actually ended up getting two of them because I was going to try, uh, I tried because I was, I figured one of them, one of the places was going to sell, sell out. So I got one from, uh, Best Buy Canada, but, and I also got one from Amazon Canada, but because Amazon Canada is friggin' hot trash compared to Amazon almost anywhere else in the world, they actually restricted pre-orders to prime members, which I am not one, but I, I qualified for the trial. So I signed up for the trial and pre-ordered one there, but I don't intend to renew it. So I'm wondering if when I cancel the trial, if they're going to come back and go, oh, well, you can't have this anymore. Because apparently the 20% off pre-order games thing, which they recently launched up here for Prime members, if you pre-order a game for 20% off and then cancel Prime, you lose the discount. Um, that so kind of makes I'm sense. Prob- I'm, I'm not going to renew my Prime, but I don't know if they're going to keep the pre-order or not. We'll see. But uh, yeah, if if I do end up getting both of them, I'll probably just like sell them at cost, and you know the benefit to me will be the credit card reward points that I'll get from two of them. So, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, 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 I have a feeling that the Amazon one's going to disappear, though. I was watching yeah. a, a video uh, where somebody went over the press conference, and they were complaining about a bunch of stuff with the Nintendo Switch, like a bunch of the games and how there's, you know, there's only like nine games at launch or whatnot. And then they're like... Console launch is shitty, though. That's kind of what happens. Yeah, that's what I was was saying. Like, no no console launches. Like, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, neither one of them had games when they came out. Like, good games. It was like either ports of other games, like from other systems, or... You know, there were no, like, special launch games like, oh, you get Halo 5 at launch. No. It it was yeah. just, they were shit. Um, so I forgot what I was going to say. That's, you interrupted me, <laughs> and I forgot what I was going to say. So does anyone else have any uh, thoughts on this subject of pre-orders being canceled? Well, maybe not, not on pre-orders being canceled, but on Nintendo Switch in general, because we were kind of talking about, you know, whether you're going to pre-order it or buy whatever. And I mean, I, I said last week that, you know, I wasn't going to pre-order the Switch. I, I do want to have it at some point, probably, but I'm cheap. And so I don't want to buy it straight out of, you know, right, right as soon as it becomes available for retail. But I mean, I have a couple other reasons for that. Like, first of all, I have the ultimate thir- first world problem. I have way too many other games, books shows movies to catch up on first and you know the game that i was most interested about on the switch is sonic mania so i'm just gonna buy that for ps4 and so i'll get the switch and mario and zelda later (laughs) so i think aro you really like sonic games that i do yeah i don't know i just wanted to bring that up anyway i love sonic yeah what i was saying was that uh but I'm also planning on getting the Switch, so I mean... Yeah. What I was <laughs> what I was saying is I was watching a video of guys who were, you know, kind of shitting on the Nintendo Switch conference and saying, like, yeah, the translator was awful. I remember somebody came out... Uh, he was awful. Well, yeah. Somebody came out and was just talking super fast, and the translator was just like, uh... 
I don't know. Uh, I kind of remember that. <laughs> yeah. He, he like didn't even try to emulate any kind of enthusiasm. <laughs> no. He was just like, man, people were joking that like we basically just heard somebody lose their job. And yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, wow. But anyway, so the guys were like, okay, so I just want you to know that I'm su- I'm still super excited for the Nintendo Switch. I pre-ordered two of them. So even though I've been shitting on it for like the last hour, I uh, I'm still getting it. So that's yeah. kind of the way I am is I I know that there's going to be problems. I know that there's not a lot of launch games, but I'm still getting it because I like it. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw that giant post I made about how their whole list of partners is a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> like, like they, they ha- they're going to have maybe like 10 new developers compared to what they already had with the Wii U. Yeah. And of those, who knows if they're even going to put out anything good. Like it was, and half of of what was shown in that image was just middleware developers that don't actually make games. They're like just, havoc, like yeah, like the fucking havoc physics engine and and epic. Which I mean, unless they're gonna put out Gears of War on the fucking Switch, uh, it's because Unreal Engine's gonna run on the Switch. Which oh boy, what a surprise! Unreal Engine runs on fucking phones. So yeah. <laughs> like, um. Well, yeah, but you mentioned earlier about the uh, WWE 2K games, and I would personally love a WWE game on the Switch just so I could, like, play it while I'm at work. It would surprise me if they didn't put that on there, because, like, the fucking WWE games, like, they had one come out on, like, Wii or some shit or or something like that, like, a few years ago. Yeah. Like... They didn't make any... They didn't make any of those for, uh... Uh, the Wii U. It was all for yeah. Xbox Four and or Xbox Four, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. On well, the the last one was it si- sixteen? I know sixteen came out on the three sixty. Did seventeen come out on the three sixty? Uh, two K. Uh, like the NBA game, yeah. Oh no, uh, yeah. So the two uh, K sixteen for WWE came out on the Xbox uh, One and playstation 4 but also the 360 and playstation 3 but then this last one 2k 17 only came out on the ps4 and xbox one okay i didn't know if it also came out on the 360 because i knew no. it was like i knew that the the wwe game was the last game to come out on the 360 like, yeah that was that was the last one yeah and then they came out with um like back in the day when they were still like there was an xbox the PlayStation 2, and the GameCube, um, they each got different wrestling games for some reason. So the Xbox got the WWE Raw games. The um, PlayStation 2 got the better games, the SmackDown games, like SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. And then the GameCube got the, uh, they got WrestleMania, I want to say 18 and 19. And then they had Day of Reckoning uh, 1 and 2 on the GameCube, which were actually really good. And I'm a total nerd, I know, okay? Wrestling <laughs> <laughs> games are so weird. They are. Wrestling, hell yeah. Yeah, the only reason I know anything about any of that is just because it's remarkable how how long they support consoles with those games. Like, their engine has to be the most flexible fucking thing out there. Yeah. And also, their character creators are the best character creators in existence. And, so they, so uh, I have a problem with the character creators, and this will be the last thing we talk about. Um, I like their character creators because you can do whatever the fuck you want with them. Yeah. But I played other games with character creators, and like you click on something, 
and it's instant. So like you click on it, it's instantly there. Uh, so like you put a hat on and it's just there. With any wrestling game, for some reason, you click the button and you have to wait like ten seconds for it to like show up on your character model. It pisses me off. Well, it's probably because it fucking like has to generate all the fucking physics or some shit that's associated with that object being on your your crazy ass character or something. Probably, yeah. They've probably been using the same engine since the 360 days, and it's probably not optimized at all. Yeah, I think they have. I think they would. They would do well if they kind of uh, took a year off and just refined that. Just worked on the engine, but they can't do that with a yearly franchise. So they've got to. Yeah. They've got to update the engine while they make the game, which is insane to me. So what, what you're saying is they need to do a Call of Duty thing and have like three developers working on the WWE series and then uh, they swap off every year or two, even two would be fine. That would be fine. Uh, we actually, we actually spoke about this before. It would be good if they had, um, cause there's either simulation or there's arcade. So you have a simulation. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you swap off every year. Yeah. So like simulation is where it's, like kind of like a real wrestling match type of thing is what they're trying to replicate. And arcade is just, you know, balls to the walls. You can like jump 30 feet in the air, shit like that. Um, and it would be good if they swapped off so that they, we could, they could refine the engine, uh, take a year to refine the engine on the simulation and arcade ports. Anyway. So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna leave last week. I forgot to do this and I apologize. Um, cause I know, I'm I'm sure that there are actually people out there that want to hear. Not really, but whatever. So, Nick Lotus, where can we find you online? I am on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash Nick Lotus plays. That's my uh, Let's Play channel and some other stuff. On Twitter, I am at Nick Lotus. I am uh, on Tumblr at nicklotus.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at Nick Lotus plays. Okay, thank you. And, uh... Parallax Abstraction, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on YouTube as well at youtube.com slash pxabstraction. Uh, put a bunch of content up there this week, hoping to put up more this week. Uh, I'm uh, occasionally on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash pxabstraction. I'm going to actually try... Um, one of my the things on my pile of shame is I actually, speaking of Zelda, I never actually fully completed uh, Wind Waker back in the day, but I have... The Wind Waker HD remake for the Wii U. Um, so over the course of February, I'm actually probably going to try to play through that and probably live stream most of it. Um, and I'm probably going to try out Restream.io again. So uh, I might be showing up on Beam as well. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then, yeah, GeekBravado.com is my blog that I'm not updating as often as I should. I just have to find time to. But that's there too. Is And that's got links to all my stuff. Good. Good. And uh, Aroa, where can we find you? YouTube slash Aroa1337. Twitch slash Aroa1337. Twitter at Aroa. I got a music blog at satanoscillate.tumblr.com. I've been reblogging some things um, on aroa.tumblr.com, but not a lot. Uh, And then I got a Facebook. It's Aroa Entertainment. It's I'm all over the fucking place. You, I only use like two different usernames, so just look me up. Yeah, Roa and Roa1337. And Nick Lotus apparently types really loud. 
I have yeah. kind of a loud keyboard, sorry. <laughs> and you can find me, Nathan Reeton Spruth, uh, at Reeton on Twitter, at Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on Beam, Reeton on YouTube. I'm Reeton everywhere, so just find me. Uh, you can also go to Reeton Entertainment if you're listening to this podcast elsewhere. Go to Reeton Entertainment, uh, listen to all the past podcasts if you want. I occasionally put up news articles and shit. Um, usually not, though, just because I'm I'm lazy. And, uh, yeah, so we, you can find me all over the place. And Nathan's lucky that his, uh, his online handle isn't the same name as some Spanish folk band. Nope, nope, (laughs) it's, it's, that's hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Uh, have you, have you decided to do a collaboration with them? You should, you should see if maybe you can use one of their songs as your opener. Uh, I know how Blas Benyol um, Cross branding, though. <laughs> are are are? Do they have a a copyright in North America? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I was just wondering. I mean, I, I, I mean, they they have um, like you can stream their music and shit. Oh, okay. So I'm sure. I'm sure they have. They're probably owned by like Sony or something. Yeah, written. Luck. I I lucked into the name, so it it suits me well, and. uh I, I don't have problems. I do know that if I go into like a website and I put in like, oh, make account, put in my name as Reeton, and it's already taken, I'm like, okay, what was my password? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So anyway, thank you guys for being here. I will talk to some of you, if not all of you, next week. Okay. okay bye. Easy. Thanks for having well, us. Yep. Bye. I don't think you'll talk to me because I'll be at PAX. Oh, oh, right, right. Jelly. I forgot <laughs> oh, to. Oh, good for you. I forgot jelly, to. Jelly, jelly. I forgot to send you uh, business cards. Damn it. Yep. Okay. Bye. Overnight. Bye. <laughs>